Hi, this is Jamie and Amar of the Get More at Bats podcast, and we want to be able to share some stories from the road. A few of our customers have started compiling case studies, and there's one in particular I want to highlight, but Amar, you can kind of expand on some of the others. So we have a customer that is basically the oldest customer of Pipeline Signals, and they are monitoring a huge portion of the planet when it comes to their ideal customer profile. They have a mature product, they're in a mature industry, they have a mature sales force that knows what to do when they receive these signals. They're receiving hundreds of them a month. Now, uh, for the longest time, uh, we were not integrated into their CRM. We were providing information in a CSV file to them. They decided uh, rather than just uploading it themselves, they're now uh, integrated with us. And the data started to flow. And what they discovered is that for every conversation they're having, so imagine they're having all of these, and this is why we called this podcast Get More At Bats. It's truly a baseball analogy. The more pitches that are, you know, there's a, there's a concept that Michael Jordan has missed more game-winning shots than anyone in NBA history. And, you know, Babe Ruth has been struck out more times than anyone in Major League history. Well, that's a good thing because when you bat 300 and you've had thousands and thousands of pitches, you also have more home runs than anybody right. in Major League Baseball. Well, this company's receiving hundreds of these pitches every single month, which are customer just move from account A to account B. Customer, just move from account A to account B. Hundreds of these. And 8% of those are turning. 8 to 12%. 8 to 12% are turning into sales qualified leads. And so I want you as, as the audience to recognize that sometimes you're, you're looking at your, whether it's your BDRs or your account executives, and you're saying, my God, why are we not getting more at-bats? Well, you haven't put yourself in front of the right pitching machine. And this is truly like what Signals has created is a pitching machine. It is identifying all of these customers on the move conceivably around the world. So 8 to 12%. Now, if you do, and I'm just going to kind of highlight what that means to people. Let's say you have a $30,000 a year uh, ACV, average contract value per year, $30,000. I'm not even going to go into the lifetime value. Let's assume your recurring revenue lasts for years. So it could be a $100,000 deal for you every time you win an account. And 250 pitches are coming at you every month. And you can have 8 to 12, let's call it 10% of those. So 25 of 250, 25 of those are turning into sales qualified leads. Well, as an example, if you close 20% of those, that's five deals every single month. Yeah. And you're adding a half a million dollars to your LTV every single month. Yes. So I'll throw the, I'll literally pitch it over to Amar, but Amar, you're enabling our customers. What are you seeing? Uh, so you saw the end result, but what's leading to that end result? Yeah, that's a great question. So first and foremost, handing the data over is not 
super wise, right? Just handing the data over and expecting the salesperson to get it or just do it is a bit of a pipe dream, right? That's that's a that's fantasy land. That's not based on reality. Now, what is based on reality is making sure you understand the following actual and factual statement, which is you have a you have a sales team where everybody is at a different understanding and knowledge level. So everybody needs to learn how to prospect digitally in a unified or standardized way. Once they learn that, and then you feed intent data that you may have yourself, like product usage data, download of a white paper data, signals from pipeline signals, whatever your campaign source is. Once they know what to do with that data, it becomes like a, a machine that's batting back. So Jamie talked about 250 pitches coming at you every single month. And what happens most of the time is that salespeople are just completely in shock and awe, Jamie, right? They have no idea what the heck to do with all of this. They're feeding it through the old machine. They're using crappy messaging. They're they're just doing everything the standard cookie cutter way. It's not really going to work. Compared to unifying everybody's approach, getting everybody standardized on one approach. So if you're getting 250 pitches thrown at you and you're batting the same way every single time, now you can objectively create SQLs at scale. So it's not just the data, Jamie. It's also the enablement that has to be paired with it. And I think the big mistake a lot of sales leaders and sales ops leaders are making, in, in my frank opinion, is we're throwing tons of tech and tons of data at salespeople that are already overwhelmed with too much. And then they're not even sure how to even mobilize all of this into a proper sales motion. Yeah, and I, I would I would always seek to ask a revenue ops leader or a revenue leader, have you been struggling with too much data today? Like, how's your data working for you today? Have you been struggling with too much data today? Are your sellers utilizing the data you have? Like, your team already has a Zoom Info license or a Lucia or an Apollo license. They have LinkedIn. They have access to Google. So there's never been a um, a challenge of having too little data. The challenge has always been, how do I make sense of it? What do I do with it? Why should I care? Why should I prioritize this? These are the fundamental questions that an average seller asks themselves that clearly um, the average enablement leader has not helped um, set the right expectations, set the roadmap to success. And that's what enablement provides is, uh, you know, how many analogies do we use of this Porsche and race car analogy, but I can give everybody in your company a Porsche and 20% of them will do hot laps around the track because they've done it before. 50% of them will use it once and they're like, well, I can't really drive standard or manual. I might use this every once in a while. 30% of them will keep it in the garage and they'll say, well, I take the bus. I, I walk to work. I'm happy where I am. I'm happy where I am. So you just spent... A hundred, you know, all your money on Porsches and twenty percent utilization. And in fact, you know, you always say that the studies show that LinkedIn has a thirteen per, the Navigator has a thirteen percent utilization or something like that. Yeah. The point being is that um, 
the sellers have data. They just don't know what to do to make it sales intelligence. The sales intelligence means you are using it in an appropriate way to create opportunity. So Jamie, I in, in prep for this podcast, I basically came with a little bit of research in hand. So Jamie and I have now talked about one of our customers. Another one, basically, I'll give you the data on. So we've been working with them for now 12 months. It's been officially just a bit over 12 months. And here's what we've now learned, that in the first three months of them getting signals, they were able to convert signals into SQLs at a three at a rate of 3%, right? Then they it jumped to about 5%, just a bit over 5%. Now, what we then did was we introduced our enablement on top. Now, forget if it's our enablement, their enable, it doesn't really matter, right? But our enablement is the standard unified way of prospecting, which of course we think is awesome. But when they paired our enablement on top of the signals, guess what happened? They doubled it. And now in the next three months that we measure it, we're probably going to have a 125% increase as well. So ultimately, the main core message is this, as we begin to wind up this podcast, there's a couple of key takeaways, right, Jamie? The first is chasing data is not the best use of your time. Chasing sales intelligence is an incredibly good use of your time. To chase sales intelligence, you need enablement. Your salespeople need, and I hate to use this word, they need hand-holding. I'm not even offended by that term, right? And Jamie and I have been selling for nearly 25 years each, but we're not offended by that. They need a partner in crime that teaches them what to do, how to do it, that knows the blueprint, and that they can work with on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So if you are able to provide that through sales management, sales enablement, whatever your unique avenues of enablement are, I would strongly encourage you to do that. So as we wrap up, keep that in mind. It's Jamie and Amar signing out of the Get More at Bats podcast. Folks, remember, help us spread the love. Like, comment, share, subscribe, follow. Do all of the above, please. And stay in touch with us. If you want to chat about this topic further, if something clicks with you and you're excited about something we've said, use Jamie and I as a resource. Just hit that connect button on LinkedIn. Get connected with us, DM us your questions. We can set up a call, whatever you need. Until then, take care. And it was great to hang out with all of you again. Thanks a lot.